Hi, and welcome to Filled with His Love. The scene is familiar. A distraught father brings his son to Jesus and pleads with him to cast out the unclean spirit that possesses his son. Then Jesus said unto him, quote, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. End quote. So Jesus was explaining that it all depended on the father's faith. Then the father cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. End quote. Famous, famous words from the scriptures. The father had faith, but he was worried he did not have enough faith. He wanted more faith. He wanted his son to be healed. We all want more faith. We all would like the Savior to increase our unbelief. We know how central faith is to our lives. In the Prophet Joseph's first lecture on faith, he asserts that all of our actions, not some of our actions, all of our actions are a result of our faith. Quote, if men were duly to consider themselves and turn their thoughts and reflections to the operations of their own minds, they would readily discover that it is faith and faith only, which is the moving cause of all action in them, that without it both mind and body would be in a state of inactivity, and all their exertions would cease, both physical and mental. This is precisely why President Hinckley once taught that of all our needs as church members, the greatest of all is to, quote, increase our faith, end quote. The reason for this is that our faith will affect everything in our life, the way we think, the way we feel, the way we love one another. And although we each possess different gifts and talents, we can all increase our faith. President Hinckley exhorted us to increase three different types of faith. Faith in the Lord, faith in others, and faith in ourselves that we can, quote, do good and great things. The implications of this counsel for relationships is clear. We first need to draw closer to the Lord, then we must form relationships with others. We need to learn how to trust others and become attached to them, and finally, we need to have faith in ourselves, not simply that we can do good, but that we can fulfill the purposes for which we were placed on earth. So how do we increase faith? I've identified four keys that I think will unlock greater faith in anyone who applies them. So key number one is make no excuses. We all naturally make excuses at times. We can rationalize our way almost out of everything. But the reason we make excuses is usually because we don't think we can accomplish the task at hand, whether it be a church assignment or a project we're supposed to complete at work, whatever it is. But the more rationalized, the more we rationalize our way out of doing what we know we need to do, the less capable we feel at doing it. It's all about negative internal chatter that we've talked about before. These rationalizations or these excuses just cause us to not perform and achieve what we need to do. And it can destroy faith in all kinds of ways. Key number two, count your successes. But hold on for a minute. If I can't make excuses, does this mean that I have nobody to blame but myself if I'm not succeeding? 
that's a little scary. But it's only scary if I don't understand how the Lord works and how faith can increase. Faith increases only as we exercise it and succeed. When we exercise faith and overcome a personal weakness, our faith grows. Faith is not only a general principle, it is a specific principle to each activity we engage in. For example, if someone came up to me and and asked, how confident are you that you can run the 40-yard dash in less than five seconds? I would respond, not confident at all. If I could, I'd be playing in the NFL. I've never practiced running 40 yards in five seconds, but if someone asked me how confident I was that I could write a book or that I could do a podcast, I would say, well, give me a computer and give me a microphone and I'll do my work, I'll do my best. I have faith I can write a book because I've done it before. I've exerted effort, practiced, and shown myself that I can do it. But the 40-yard dash, uh, that goal would simply not make sense for me at this point, particularly in my life. The Lord does not expect us to do things that are completely out of reach. As Elder Ballard once said, make sure your goal is achievable and that it makes you stretch. Both of those things, achievable and makes you stretch. That's the kind of goal we ought to be setting. And every time we achieve one of those goals that we set, that makes us stretch a little bit, we count our success. We recognize it. We acknowledge it. Okay, key number three, experience divine discontent. Elder Maxwell taught that divine discontent leads us to higher ground. It is akin to the godly sorrow that leads to repentance. It is not negative self-talk, discouragement, or depression, all of which lead to a shutting down of the whole soul. Divine discontent is a feeling that spurs us on. It is based on faith. It leads us, as the Prophet Joseph said, to action. It energizes us to want to do better, not just to want to do better, but to actually do better. Key number four, recognize the hand of the Lord. When we count our successes and experience divine discontent, we must always recognize the source of our blessings. The Lord is walking on our right and on our left and has given us angels to bear us up. He will never, no, never forsake us. And when the going gets tough, he will give us strength. If we want more faith, we need to do what we've been called to do, holding back nothing. And then we need to acknowledge the Lord's help when it comes. These are often private moments when we realize that we could not have accomplished some specific task on our own. Such moments are often brief, but they can be more frequent if we focus on counting our successes. When Alma met the sons of Mosiah following their missions to the Lamanites, he took even more joy in their success than he did his own. Quote, But I do not joy in my own success alone, but my joy is more full because of the success of my brethren, who have been up to the land of Nephi. Now, when I think of the success of these my brethren, my soul is carried away even to the separation of it from the body, as it were. So great is my joy. My impression of that meeting is that they shared missionary experiences one after another. They told each other about those who had joined the church because of their efforts. They counted their successes while constantly recognizing the hand of the Lord in their lives as missionaries. 
I do not believe that they recounted all of the rejection they had experienced and all of their trials. There is no doubt that they struggled at times, as we all do. But when they got discouraged, they kept going. They kept reaching for the highest in them. Quote, now when our hearts were depressed and we were about to turn back, behold, the Lord comforted us and said, Go amongst thy brethren the Lamanites, and bear with patience thine afflictions, and I will give unto you success. This is as powerful an example of recognizing the hand of the Lord as any I've seen in Scripture. After they counted their successes, they reminded themselves that any good thing that had come to them came directly as a blessing from the Lord. Their missions had taught them that He would never forsake them. Never. And so they pressed forward, and their faith increased, because they kept showing themselves that it was possible, with God's help, to fulfill the calling to which they had been called. I am convinced that we could all increase our faith by practicing these four keys. Make no excuses. Count our successes. Experience divine discontent and recognize the hand of the Lord in our lives every day. The Lord wants us to increase our faith in Him. He wants us to be able to achieve the purposes for which we were placed on earth, our unique purposes. Each of us has a set of these unique purposes, and that means that each of us will grow our faith in unique ways. But I hope these four keys will be of help as you strengthen your faith in the Savior. Through His grace, we can achieve our purposes on earth. I know that, and I hope it's helpful to you, and we'll see you next time.